Good morning. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, July 26th. We have Esther. Uh, starting Esther, we have one chapters 1 through 5 in Psalm 52. And let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just ask for your blessing. Right now, fill us with your spirit as we read your word, Lord. Okay, Esther tells the story of God's mysterious providence at work to rescue his people from disaster. It happens through the most unlikely people and in surprising ways, encouraging us to look for signs of God's direction in our own lives. And we'll include a link to that video. Esther chapter 1. Now in the days of Ahasuerus, the Ahasuerus who resigned from India to Ethiopia, over 127 provinces, in those days was King Ahasuerus, sat on his royal throne in Susa, the citadel. In the third year of his reign, he gave the feast for all his officials and servants, the army of Persia and Media, and the nobles and governors of the provinces were before him, while he showed the riches of his royal glory to the splendor and pomp of his greatness for many days, 180 days. And when these days were completed, the king gave for all the people present in Susa, the citadel, both great and small, a feast lasting for seven days in the court of the garden of the king's palace. There were white cotton curtains and violet hangings fastened with cords and fine linen and purple to silver rods and marble pillars. It also couches of gold and silver on mosaic pavement of porphyry, marble, mother of pearl, and precious stones. Drinks were served in golden vessels, vessels in different kinds, and the royal wine was lavished according to the bounty of the king, and drinking was according to this edict. There was no, There is no compulsion, for the king had given orders to all the staff in his, of his palace to do as each man desired. Queen Vashti also gave a feast for the women in the palace that belonged to King Ahasuerus. On the seventh day, when the king, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mehuman, Biztha, Harbona, Bigtha, and Abagtha, Zether, and Carcas, and the seven eunuchs who served the prince in the presence of the king as a hero. Ahasuerus to bring Queen Vashti before the king with her royal crown in order to show the peoples and the princes her beauty, for she was lovely to look at. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command, delivered by the eunuchs. At this the king became enraged, and his anger burned within him. Then the king said to the wise men who knew the times, for this was the king's procedure towards all who were versed in law and judgment, the men next to him being... Karshina, Shethar, Admatha, Tarshish, Merez, Marcina, and Memukin, the seven princes of Persia and Meda, who saw the king's face and sat down and sat first in the kingdom. According to the law, what is to be done to Queen Vashti because she has not performed her command of the king as Ahasuerus delivered by the eunuchs? Then Macmukin said in the presence of the king and the officials, 
not only against the king as Queen Vashti done wrong, but also against all the officials and all the people who are in the province of King Ahasuerus. For the queen's behavior will be made known to all women, causing them to look at their husbands with contempt, since they will say, King Ahasuerus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, and she did not come. This very day the noble woman of Persia and Media who have heard the queen's behavior will say the same to all the king's officials, and there will be contempt and wrath in plenty. If, if, it, pleases, if it pleases the king, let a royal order go out from him and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes, so that it may not be repealed that Vashti is never again to come before King Ahasuerus and let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she, so, when the decree made by the king is proclaimed throughout all his kingdom, for it is vast, all women will give honor to their husbands, high and low alike. This advice pleased the king and the princes, and the king did as Mechmukin promised. He sent letters to all the royal provinces in every province in his own script, and to every people in his own language, that every man be master in his own household and speak according to the language of his people. Chapter 2 After these things, when the king, when the anger of the king Ahasuerus had abated, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what she had been decreed against her. Then the king's young men who attended him said, Let beautiful young virgins be sought out for the king, and let the king appoint officials in all the provinces of his kingdom to gather all the beautiful young virgins to the harem in Susa, the citadel, under custody of Haggai, the king's eunuch, who is in charge of the women, let their cosmetics be given them, and let them let the young women who please the king be queen instead of Ashti. This pleased the king, and and he did so. Now there was a Jew in Susa, the citadel, whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair, son of Shimei, son of Kish, a Benjamite, who had been carried away from Jerusalem among the captives carried away with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away. He was bringing up <coughs> Hadassiah, that is, Esther, the daughter of his uncle, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman had a beautiful figure and was lovely to look at, and when her father and her mother died, Mordecai took her as his, as his own daughter. So when the king ordered King's order and his edict were proclaimed, and when many young women were gathered in Susa, the citadel, in custody of Haggai, Esther also was taken into the king's palace and put in custody of Haggai, who had charge of the women. And the young women pleased him and won his favor, and he quickly provided her with her cosmetics and her portion of food, and with seven chosen young women from the king's palace, and advanced her and her young women to the best place in the harem. harem. Hester had not made known her people known her people or kindred, for Mordecai had commanded her not to make it known. And every day Mordecai walked in front of the court of the harem and to learn how Esther was and what was happening to her. Now when the turn came for each young woman to go uh, into King Ahasuerus after being twelve months under the regulations for the women, since this was the regular period of their beautifying, six months with oil of myrrh and six months with spices and ointments for women. When the young women went into the king in this way, she was given whatever she desired to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. In the evening she would go in, and in the morning she would return to the second harem in custody of 
Shagaz, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the concubines. She would not go into the king again unless the king delighted in her, and she was summoned by name. When the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his own daughter, to go into the king, she asked for nothing except what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who had, char- who had charge of the woman, advised. Now Esther, Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her. And when Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus into the royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Tibeth, in the seventh year of his reign, the king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Then the king gave a great feast for all his officials and servants. It was Esther's feast. He also granted a remission of taxes to the provinces and gave gifts with royal generosity. Now when the virgins were gathered together the second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Esther had not made known her kindred or her people as Mordecai had commanded her. For Esther obeyed Mordecai just as as when she was brought up by him. In those days, as Mordecai was sitting in the king's gate, Bigthan and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who guarded the threshold, became angry and sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And this came to the knowledge of Mordecai, and he told it to Queen Esther. And Esther told the king the name of Mordecai. And when the affair was investigated and found to be so, the men were both hanged on the gallows. And it was recorded in the book of the Chronicles in the presence of the king. Chapter 3. After these things, King Ahasuerus promoted Haman the Agite, uh, the son of Hamadatha, and advanced him to set his throne above all the officials who were with him. And all the king's servants who were with the king's gate bowed down and paid homage to Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai did not bow down nor pay homage. The king's servants who were at the king's gate said to Mordecai, Why do you transgress the king's command? And when they spoke to him day after day, he would not listen to them. They told Haman, in order to see whether Mordecai's words would stand, for he had told them that he was a Jew. And when Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow down or pay homage to him, Haman was filled with fury. But he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone, so they had made known to him the people of Mordecai. Haman sought to destroy all the Jews, the people of Mordecai, throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus. In the first month, which is the month of Nisan, in the twelfth year of King Ahasuerus, they cast pur, that is, they cast lots, before Haman day after day. And they cast it month after month till the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar. Then Haman said to King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the peoples in the provinces of your kingdom. Their laws are different from those of every other people. They do not keep the king's laws, so so that it is not to the king's profit to tolerate them. If it please the king, let it be decreed that they be destroyed, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those who have charge of the king's business, that they may put it to the king's treasuries. So the king took his signet ring from his hand and gave it to Haman the Agite, the son of Hamaditha, the enemy of the Jews. And the king said to Haman, The money is given to you, the people also to, to do with as seems good to you. 
Then the king's scribes were summoned on the thirteenth day of the first month, and the edict, according to all that Haman commanded, was written on the king's satraps to the governors over the provinces and the officials of all the people, to every province in its own script and every people in its own language. It was written in the name of King Ahasuerus, and sealed with the king's signet ring. Letters were sent by couriers to all the king's provinces with instructions to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all Jews, young and old, women and children, in one day, the thirteenth day on the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, and to plunder their goods. A copy of the document was to be issued as a decree in every province by proclamation to all the peoples to be ready for that day. The couriers went out hurriedly by the order of the king, and the decree was issued in Susa, the citadel, and the king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city of Sufa, Susa was thrown into confusion. Chapter 4 When Mordecai learned all that had been done, Mordecai tore his clothes and put, sack, put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city, and he cried out with a loud and bitter cry. He went up to the entrance of the king's gate, for no one was allowed to enter the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. And in every province, wherever the king's command, his decree reached, there was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting and weeping and lamenting, and many of them lay in sackcloth and ashes. When Esther's young women and her eunuchs came and told her, the queen was deeply distressed. She sent garments to clothe Mordecai so that he might take off his sackcloth, but he would not accept them. Then Esther called for Hathak, one of the king's eunuchs, who had, put, who had appointed to attend her, and ordered him to go to Mordecai and learn what this is that, why he, and why it was. Hathak went to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate, and Mordecai told him all that had happened to him, and the exact sum of the money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasuries for the destruction of the Jews. Mordecai also gave him a copy of the written decree issued in Susa for their destruction, that he might show it to Esther and explain to her and command her to go to the king and beg for his favor and plead with him on behalf of her people. And Hathak went and told Esther what Mordecai had said, and then Esther spoke to Hathak and commanded him to go to Mordecai and say, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is one but, but one law to be put to death, except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter so that he may live. But as for me, I have not been called to come to the king these thirty days." And they told Mordecai what Esther had said, and then Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Do not do not think of yourself that the king's palace will escape any more than all other Jews, for you are kept silent at this time. Relief and, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come into the kingdom for such a time as this. Then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa, and hold a fast on my behalf, and do not eat or drink for three days, day or night, night or day. And I I and my young women will also fast as you do, and then then I will go to the king through 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 it though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. Mordecai then went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Chapter 5. <clears throat> On the third day, Esther put her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace in front of the king's quarters, 
while the king was sitting on his royal throne inside the throne room opposite the entrance of the palace. And when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, she won favor in his sight, and he held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter, and the king said to her, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given you even to the half of my kingdom. And Esther said, If it please the king, let the king and Haman come today to a feast that I have prepared for the king. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly, so that we may do as Esther has asked. So the king and Haman came to the feast that Esther had prepared. And as they were drinking wine, and after the feast, the king said to Esther, What is your wish? It shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to half of my kingdom it shall be fulfilled. Then Esther answered, My wish and my request is, if I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my wish and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come to a feast that I will prepare for them, and tomorrow I will do as the king has said. Haman went out that day joyfully and glad of heart, but when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he neither rose nor trembled before him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home, and he sent and brought his friends and his wife, Zeresh. And Haman recounted to them the splendor of all his riches and the number of his sons and promotions with, with which the king had honored him, and how he had advanced him above the officials and the servants of the king. Then Haman said, Even Queen Esther... Let no one, then Haman said, even Queen Esther, let no one but me come with, with the king to the feast that she prepared. And tomorrow also I am invited by her together with the king. <clears throat> Yet all of this is worth nothing to me so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then his wife Zeresh and all his friends said to him, let a gallows fifty cubits high be made. And in the morning, tell the king to have Mordecai hanged upon it. Then, if I go joyfully to the king with it, then I go joyfully with the king to the feast. This idea pleased Haman, and he had the gallows made. Psalm fifty-two is titled "The Steadfast Love of God Endures." It's to the choir master. It's a masculine of David. When Doeg the Edomite came and told Saul, David has come to the house of Ahimelech. Why do you boast of evil, O mighty man? The steadfast love of God endures all the day. Your tongue plots destruction like a sharp razor, you worker of deceit. Your love, you love evil more than good, and lying more than speaking what is right, Selah. You love all words that devour, O deceitful tongue. But God will break you down forever. He will snatch and tear you from your tent. He will uproot you from the land of the living, Selah. The righteous shall see and fear and shall laugh at him, saying, See the man who would not make God his refuge, but trusted in the abundance of his riches, <clears throat> and sought refuge in his own destruction. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast love of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because you have done it. I will wait for your name, for it is good in the presence of the godly. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you and love you and praise you, Lord. And Father, we just uh, ask that you would accomplish your will in our lives, Lord. We thank you that we too are like a, an olive tree in, in your house, Lord, that you take care of, that you water it. And grow, Lord. We thank you so much for watching over us. 
for meeting our needs, Lord, and we just thank you for graciously and abundantly meeting all our needs. And we'd ask again that you continue to do that, Lord. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord. We ask that you would lead us not into temptation, Lord. Deliver us from evil. Help us to forgive like you forgive, Lord. Help us to follow your will, uh, Lord, today, that we would stay in step with your spirit, Lord. And Father, we just lift up those that are going through difficult times, Lord, that you would provide healing, Lord, that you would uh, just bring them through, bring us through times, Lord, that, uh, that we would consider difficult, that we would consider uh, maybe negative, Lord. We know you've used those, <clears throat> used it all for good for us, Lord. So we just ask that you would help us to remember that, Lord. Help us to be looking for what you're doing in our lives. And <clears throat> excuse me, Lord. And just, uh, we ask for your uh, blessing, Lord, on all that we do. And Lord, again, that you would guide us, that you would strengthen us, that you would fill us with your spirit, Lord, that we would hear uh, from you, your direction, uh, clearly, Lord, and, and that we would walk in that direction, Lord. Lord, that we would see uh, the needs in others around us and uh, whatever that might be, Lord, that you would give us the right words to say, uh, Lord, to to encourage them, to draw them closer to you, Lord. And so, Father, help us to be attuned uh, to your spirit. Help us to just be connected, uh, Lord, that vine, or the branch connected to the vine, Lord. Help us to just be, just have a just uh, an amazing, solid grasp uh, uh, into you, into the vine, Lord, into what the lifeblood that you provide, Lord, the resources that you provide, that we would walk in them, that we would live in them, Lord, not in what the world has to offer. And so, Lord, we ask your blessing today. Watch over us. Be with uh, all of us that are uh, just having difficult times, Lord, and use those times to grow us, to shape us, and to mold us into who you want us to be, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, have a great day, guys.